Welcome! You are listening to the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast, where you'll hear fun, relaxed, and inspirational interviews with people who are really living the dream. I'm Dawn Fleming, an attorney-turned-alchemist and your host for the show, coming to you from the tropical island paradise of Isla Mujeres, Mexico. This show was created for courageous souls willing to step out of their comfort zone and design a new way of life. You'll gain inspired midlife wisdom from those who have done it as we share experiences, strategies, and offer practical steps you can take to redesign your life overseas. Listen, and you'll believe if you can dream it, you can achieve it. It is the summer solstice. And um, you know me, I kind of geek out on history and understanding what this celebration is all about. So I had to, to dig in a little bit and got a little bit of history around that that I'll, I'll share. And then want to tell you about my recent trip to Florida and also talk a little bit more about the Overseas Life Redesign community on Circle and sort of what that's all about and where that's going. So stick with me till the end. I have a really exciting announcement about the next live workshop that is going to be held next month. I haven't done the workshops for a while because the the book replaced the workshop. So now I've uh, retooled everything and I can't wait to tell you about it. So hang with me. And if you are on with me live, go ahead and let me know you're here. I uh, did some digging. So the summer solstice actually is quite ancient. It's thousands and thousands of years old. It's a celebration that takes place, of course, on the longest day of the year, the, the most daylight and uh, according to the Greek calendars, the, the so, summer solstice actually marked the start of the new year. Uh, Kronia was a festival that celebrated Cronus, the god of agriculture, which makes sense, right? That's um, summer, summer season, things are, are growing. And it was um, held around this time of year. In um, the Greeks actually had a very strict caste system uh, socially, they had slavery, and they actually suspended the, the rules during that celebration. And the slaves actually celebrated the holiday with their masters as equals, or sometimes even were served by their masters, little role reversal. And then the ancient Romans celebrated uh, Vestalia, which was a religious festival in honor of Vesta, the goddess of the hearth. And so they gave offerings to this goddess in exchange for family blessings. Going back to ancient China, the summer solstice was associated with the yin or feminine energy. And so they celebrated earth, femininity, and the, the yin force in ancient China. And then before Christianity, the ancient pagans, mostly uh, Europeans, welcomed the midsummer with bonfires. And the bonfires were thought to boost the sun's energy and uh, help with the growing season so that they would have a good fall harvest. And the bonfires were also associated with magic. The pagans believed that the bonfires could help banish demons and evil spirits and lead maidens to their future husbands. So pretty cool. Magic was thought to be strongest during the summer solstice. And midsummer was a crucial time of year for the Vikings. Football season's coming up, love Vikings. 
They'd meet to discuss legal matters and resolve disputes around this time of year. And then many Native American tribes uh, perform uh, summer solstice rituals, and some of which they still practice today. So happy summer solstice, a little bit of a snippet of history for you. It's, It's an ancient celebration. And let's make some magic. So I want to tell you briefly about my trip to Florida. I went for an amazing business uh, event uh, a couple of days, and then I went treasure hunting. I went down to Port Charlotte. We still have a storage unit, and it has not been open since June of 2018. So four years, it's been sealed up, and you know you kind of forget uh, after a while what's been in what's in there. And I, I knew kind of knew what was in there, but you know, a lot of things I, I wasn't sure. And that's the good thing about getting rid of your stuff, right? When you move, because you, you know, you're paying storage fees all this time. So whatever's in there better be super important to you or valuable or something. And uh, otherwise you're, you're really just throwing money down the drain, right? So we have a lot of uh, larger uh, pieces of artwork that we really don't have a place for here. Although uh, I think we, we can find a home for those and you'll hear more about that. Uh, Tom's got a lot of his tools and his shopsmith, which of course we don't want to bring here because of the rest, but mostly what's in there are my books, my library. And I was really excited to bring back an entire suitcase full of books, including a favorite of mine that I, I can't wait to share with you. And that is The Magic of Thinking Big. And if you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. It's a profound book really. And it's not a book you just read, it's a book you study. And uh, so I was really excited to bring this one back with me. And I'm thinking that as we enter our third quarter topic, which is all about purpose and meaning, we're going to dive into Dr. Schwartz's practical methods of getting what you want. And it, cause it's, it's really, it's a, it's scientific. It's, it's really amazing when you get into this stuff and it, it all starts and ends with your mindset. And I, as I was preparing for this talk, I was thinking back. One of our mentors was famous for saying, you're not thinking big enough. And what a great reminder that was. And so we just, we kept trying to expand and expand and expand what it was we thought would be possible for us in that it's kind of how we got here. If we hadn't done that expansion process, we would have never gotten to where we are now. Because really thinking big is a skill. It's like a muscle we need to rep. And so I'm really excited about how about sharing how we can develop this skill to really improve all areas of our life. And it's it's nice to be able to have, you know, tools in our toolbox to be able to help us with that. So what I wanted to talk with you about today is a little bit more about our Overseas Life Redesign community values, our core values. And uh, as I go through these, you can actually go, if you click on the start here button in circle, and you'll go over to the the third um, tile on that section, and it says community values on there. So if you want to reference these yourself, you can certainly do that. But essentially, we use our core values as the ultimate guide on how to treat each other in our community. And we believe when we operate from full integrity in alignment with our values, um, 
Simply being gets easier. Relating to each other gets easier. And more importantly, the decisions that we make, we must make, get easier. So what is a core value? You hear the core value, core value. What is it? It's really a guiding principle that influences behavior and dictates how we show up in relation to ourselves, to each other, and the larger global community. So it's really hard if you go through the exercise to determine your core values because I have many. I mean, I, I have a list. I could come up with a list of about 15 or 20 really solid core values that I have. But I wanted to really isolate what are the handful, the five, that are really the most impactful, most meaningful. And this isn't just for my core values. This is the core values for the community. What type of a community do we want to create? And so I'm going to uh, actually make some extended dis uh, discussions about each one of these. I'll do a series of uh, videos on each one of the core values and dive a little bit deeper. But for this talk today, I really just wanted to kind of cover each of the five as an overview and then talk about what they mean from a day-to-day -day standpoint? How do they impact what we do, how we relate? So the one that came up for me that is probably just primo, the number one, both personal and as the community, is we dream big here. If you can dream it, you can achieve it. And if you've been following me for a while, you know I've, I've had that on the group cover, I've had that on the Facebook cover. And in fact, uh, when I autograph my book, the way that I sign it is dream big and act on it daily. And I've, I've signed uh, other you know, you know, profiles of success we've been featured in in the network marketing industry that way for many years. And so I am, and that's why I was so excited about this book, because it is probably the most impactful thing that I've done in my entire life is cultivated the ability to dream big. And it's not easy based on how we're, you know, we're raised. We, when we're little, we think we can do everything. We can be an astronaut. We can be a ballerina. We can be, you know, whatever we want to be. And then we get sort of indoctrinated culturally. We go to our educational system. We, you know, get told no a lot and, and limitations get put on us. But if we can break free from that programming, it's amazing what we can accomplish at you know, a, a, you know, middle or later part of our life, we, we can still uh, have that ability to dream big and make it come true. The second one is we simplify. Complicated is stressful. Simplicity is divine. And this one really resonates to me because um, I feel my superpowers. I am blessed to be able to take really complicated information and distill it down into its simple essence. And when I was a practicing lawyer, I was taught, I had a, a very uh, a wonderful mentor that basically taught me how to draft contracts using as few words as possible. So that and that, as I've learned in, in, as I studied marketing and online businesses and all that, 
it's easy to use lots of words to describe something, but it just causes confusion and it's harder to distill it down. What is it you're really trying to, stay, to say? And I know um, working with Alex, the, uh, the lady that is helping me with my speaker uh, page and everything, she said, you know, uh, is a judge for TED Talks. And she says, you know, if you need, you need to get your message down to 10 words or less. And that's not easy to do, right? But it's really what people are starving for, information overload. There's so much out there. And so how can we distill it down to its most simple form and essence so that we can implement these things in our lives? So it's all about simplification. And it doesn't just apply to information. It also applies to our lives as we break, through, break free from materialism and stuff, having all these these things and, and spending money now with inflation and everything. It, simplicity really is divine. It really allows us to focus more on relationships and experiences. I'm going way too long on this one. So obviously this one um, is uh, resonates with me quite a bit as well. We'll be back in a moment. Isla Mujeres is a Caribbean jewel off the coast of Cancun. Castellito del Caribe warmly invites you to enjoy our spectacular oceanfront villa located in the heart of El Centro and a short walk to Playa Norte, which is ranked one of the top 10 beaches in the world. With an ocean view of crystal clear turquoise waters overlooking both the Caribbean and Cancun city skyline, we offer a fabulous location for you to enjoy all the peace and tranquility you're looking for on vacation, while also taking in all the excitement the island has to offer, with activities either in walking distance or a golf cart day excursion away. Please visit castellitocaribe.com www.castellitocaribe.com We look forward to seeing you soon. Is it time to go? Are you starving for adventure and new experiences? Ready to lower your living costs and upgrade your quality of life? Do you long for the freedom to live anywhere and earn in paradise? You can live a happier, healthier, and more joyful life. Don't know where to start? Join us for our free workshop to plan your overseas beta test. You'll walk away with a step-by-step plan to turn pie-in-the-sky dreams into your pinch-me-is-this-real-reality and create a life you never need a vacation from. We'll help you plan and execute your perfect exit. Register at paradiseroadmap.com. Welcome back to the Overseas Life Redesign Podcast. Thank you so much for being here, and we invite you to subscribe if you like what you hear. Number three, we take charge. We create our ideal life and refuse to die with our music still in us. And that has to do with um, kind of the the overall theme with the brand, which is we believe on your deathbed, you never look back and wonder what if, right? We want to be completely spent when we get down to our life. But the taking charge piece is really, really important. I talk about in Claim Your Dream Life, they're about the fork in the road and you have a choice. You can play the victim, poor me, poor me, all these things happen. Or you can take personal responsibility for everything in your life and move forward and make decisions 
about what you can control. And that's all about that taking charge piece. We don't just, you know, let life pass us by and, and hope that it comes to us in a form that we want. Number four, we connect. Alone, we can do so little. In community, we can do it all. And I also talk about in Claim Your Dream Life, the importance of connection and community. We saw that through COVID. I just was uh, talking with someone uh, at the event last week about um, an elderly relative that was, yeah, I think it was a, a mother, elderly mother that was in an assisted living facility and just watching her decline because it, she'd had this big social network and all these activities and things that they would do. And when COVID hit, they all like got stuck in their rooms and he couldn't come, they couldn't have visitors and he would go to the, the window with the phone and they'd see each other through the window. And she eventually stopped coming to the window and just cut it off completely. Could see that decline. We need connection. We need it to survive and, and to survive much less thrive. Number five, we serve because the soul did not come here to retire. And I do believe that in service, we are really finding that joy that, that we all want by serving others. It gives us so much joy. And so this community is about service. And many of the folks in our community have been very successful in their careers and so forth. And in this midlife reset, part of what's happening is we want to not just accumulate things and, and see how big we can make our bank account, but really, it's really about how can I find joy in serving others? What can I do to bring my talents and skills and passions to the table to make an impact on another person or the world um, from a global standpoint? So about uh, the service. So those are the five core values that I've identified for our community here at Overseas Life Redesign. Well, how does this, how do we take these five core values and make them come alive within our community? And so there's a little section after the core values that's about what this translates to. What do these five core values translate to? And the first one is come from the field, choose to go beyond right and wrong. So it's it's not a place to attack or shame or blame or be mean to each other, right? We see that's one of the reasons we moved off of social media because we, we're seeing so much of that toxicity. So it's certainly not a good idea to put others down to lift ourselves up. We want to lift other people up. So now that doesn't mean we don't challenge our ideals or beliefs or limitations that we have, right? That's how we grow is when we lovingly challenge someone on a story or um, an excuse that, that people have on why they, they can't do something, right? Fears. We can certainly call each other about that, but we do it in a very loving way with an open heart. And so if you don't see eye to eye to someone, see if you can understand them first, right? And then I've always been a big believer, agree to disagree. I mean, if you, you have a, a discussion with somebody and, and you don't agree, it's okay, right? We don't all have to think the same thing or, or want the same thing. 
But in the, if there is a disagreement, ask, how can I get out of judging someone and get curious about why they believe that way? That's what I do. I'm a naturally curious person. And as we get older, we can get really stuck in judgment and we have to um, really call each other out about it. I, I tease Tom every once in a while. I'm like, you know, stop judging, don't judge. And I know I do it too. And, you know, I fully expect him to call me on it when we judge, right? Instead, get curious about it. And, and we need to do that if we're going to be global citizens, right? We can't come in with all of our baggage about, well, we need to do things a certain way. We have to be open. So, this is probably the most important value. So as a result, there's a zero tolerance policy for any sort of dehumanizing or divisive behavior um, in our community. We want to keep discussions meaningful, relevant, and relatable. So in our community, we share the beliefs and tools to ignite abundant success that's related to living our best life. We want to hear all your thoughts and ideas and wisdom, but we want it to stay under that umbrella, right? It's, it's really about uh, living our best life, not going off on tangents that have nothing to do with, you know, why we're all here. And I don't think I really need to say this because of the folks that uh, have been attracted to uh, my message and my brand, but we're givers, not takers here, right? We're here to give, um, not to get. Now we're going to get a lot out of it. So obviously, you know, we don't want any spammers or poachers. And we want people who are going to listen deeply to others, to really care, to, to have that empathy and understand what someone's going through. And that's easy for me to do because I've been through a lot. And so a lot of times that when I listen, now, obviously, I have, there's experiences I haven't had that others have, but I've had a lot of really tough lessons and roadblocks and setbacks and all of that. So it's I when I hear somebody going through something like that, I go back to how I felt at the time that I was um, facing that that difficult period. But you want to try to be we want to meet resources for each other, right? We want to show them some value, be a leader in the community. And it's from that space that you will receive more than you can possibly imagine. And another thing is we want you to try things that maybe scare the crap out of you because we're trailblazers here. We're, we're going first, right? And, and yeah, sure, people have moved overseas before, but we're really starting to see uh sort of a critical mass of folks that are electing to leave their home country and, you know, strike out for a better life. That's what our ancestors did. Most of most Americans, their ancestors left their home country to go find a better, a better place, a better life. And so that's what, what we're doing. And our greatness really lies within the truths, truths we resist. So dig in, dig, dig deep and find out like, what is it that scares you? Right. And how can you uh, look at that, deal with it, come up with a strategy? You're here to be who you want to be and do what you want. Let the community invite you to step into what's possible for you, your potential. So I hope you stay open to being challenged 
you want to try out new things and really be a participant in possibility. And that kind of sums up the, the last part of it is think big and believe it's possible. Here at the Overseas Life Redesign community, we're big possibilitarians here. Everything becomes possible for us when we let go of our own limitations that we've created. And how we do that is by getting out of our head and into our heart. It's our heart and our gut, really, right? Those, those natural instincts that we have um, and our heart, kind of marrying those two, that help us make decisions here. And I invite you to dance with the unseen world and let the possibilities flow into you. And that kind of brings us back to the summer solstice, right? That's what they did on the summer solstice. They, they danced with the unseen world. They knew this was significant. They didn't, maybe, you know, the ancients didn't understand the poles and, and scientifically what was causing the summer solstice, but they knew it was the longest day of the year. And then the days would shrink after that. And so they, you know, had these, these ideas about magic and um, bonfires and all of these, these fun things. So I encourage you to really dance with the unseen world and what's happening in your life and the forces that uh, can be at play if you invite them. So that's what I wanted to share with you today on the summer solstice. Um, what I wanted to announce was the next Overseas Life Redesign Live Workshop. And that is actually going to be a one-day workshop. I want you to save the date. I put it in the newsletter. It's going to be from 10 o'clock uh, Central Standard Time until 3 p.m. Eastern. Saturday, July 23rd. And if you want to go ahead and get registered, you can go to paradiseroadmap.com. Otherwise, I will be creating an event in the Circle community, so you can simply RSVP for that. That's a beautiful thing about this platform. And then you'll get all the notifications um, and updates that are posted about that event as it gets closer, including the workbook and, and all of the, the resources that will be available for that event. But this is really uh, about testing the waters before you take the, the big plunge. So this is a overseas this is about planning your overseas beta test. And after this workshop, really, you're going to walk away with a step-by-step -step plan to turn those pie-in-the-sky dreams into your pinch-me, is this real reality, and create a life you never need a vacation from. The book is great self-study on you know, how to, to get from, from where you are now to where you want to go. Uh, but one of the things that... I didn't really get into, I, we talked about it a lot in the book and in the workshop, was how to actually strategically do a beta test. So this, if you are thinking, you know, I want to move overseas, I don't know where to start, you know, time's passing by so quickly, I feel like I'm running out of time, I don't even know if it's too late to realize my dreams, I really want to make a change, but I feel like I'm too busy, I, I don't have the time. Maybe you're not sure what you want, but you like feel this void. And maybe you're really concerned about the high cost of living that just keeps going up. And honestly, I don't see an end in sight with this inflation. Being back in the States um, for, you know, golly, uh, 
between the two trips, it was 10 days on one trip and five for the other. I mean, 15 days in the United States, I'm just like shocked at how much things cost. Um, it's, it's unbelievable to me. And I, uh, really, I, I, when I come back home, I just, oh, thank goodness, you know, $2 beers. Uh, I paid $10 with a tip for a Bud Light at the airport. Now I know that's the airport, but I mean, restaurants are, you know, $10 for a glass of wine. It's crazy. Anyway, so what this workshop is going to do for you, your, your beta test plan is going to go through these items. It's how to start the process of moving overseas, where that all, where, where do you start? Because that's, that's one of the biggest questions we get. Then we're going to get into really researching and picking a location. Where would I like to try it out? And the, the great thing about the beta test is it's, it's just a test, right? It's not, you're not selling all your things and, and making this huge commitment. You are testing the waters before you take the big plunge, going somewhere to try it out. So how are you going to narrow down your locations to figure out where you want to go? One of the important pieces is identifying your must-haves and your non-negotiables. So we're going to talk about that. And then in the afternoon, we're really, so we're going to kind of divide it into two parts. In the morning, we're going to really talk about a lot of the externals and making sure you have your checklist for what it is you want to find certainty around. Is it a yes or is it a no? Do you want to go to this place or not? And then in the afternoon, it's really going to be more a lot of the internals about finding work with purpose and prosperity and how you can avoid a lot of the common pitfalls that really cause people to rethink and maybe go back, uh, say, no, living overseas isn't for me making sure that you're aware of what those those things are and having a plan for how you can deal with those. So I'm really excited about this new workshop. I think it's going to, it's going to be very interactive um, because we uh, were going to be on Zoom actually and be able to have breakout groups and be able to uh, put you into uh, smaller groups of folks. So you can really do a lot of brainstorming and masterminding and, um, get a lot of hands-on attention and go through these uh, exercises and get a lot of value out of it rather than just listening to another webinar and not being uh, hands-on and really putting a concrete plan into place. So I'm really excited about this. I hope you can join me for it. And uh, I know there's going to be a lot of folks that uh, want to invite other people. So definitely um, encourage you to do that. And I'll be posting that event here very soon in the circle group. So be sure and take a look at that. So with that, I'm going to sign off and wish you a very happy summer solstice and um, encourage you to, to go out and enjoy the longest day of the year. Take care. We'll see you next time. This episode of the Overseas Life Redesign podcast was brought to you by our sponsors. Thanks for tuning in. Did you love this episode of the Overseas Life Redesign podcast? Then please subscribe to our show and leave us a nice review. It's very much appreciated. We also invite you to become part of our Overseas Life Redesign community on Circle, where you can join us live for these broadcasts. Visit opats.com, that's O-P-A-T-S dot com for details. Thank you for listening.